for the health that you give us, the jobs that you've given us, Lord, and that you continue to guide us in everything, Lord, that we're going through these difficult times, Lord, we ask that there, this uh, world is going through, Lord, that you just continue to instill this peace and love in our hearts to be a blessing to each other, Lord, and also to this ministry, Lord. We ask that these ties that were lifted up, Lord, that you just bless them and multiply them, Lord, and continue uh, to uh, push this ministry forward, Lord, in a mighty way. Uh, we also ask, Lord, that uh, you bless us, Father, with attentive ears and an open mind, Father, to your word that you've uh, given me this evening, Lord, and just continue to inspire us through the word, Father. And we ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone. Y'all may be seated. Dios bendiga a todos, hermanos. Se pueden sentar. Praise the Lord. We are blessed. Amen. God has blessed us in more ways than we can count. Sometimes we don't even realize that the blessings are from God. We start to um, put our own spin to it or think it's something else and it's not divine, but we know, those of us that believe know that it's from God. Amen. Nosotros sabemos, hermanos, uh, muchas veces no entendemos los, cuando vienen las bendiciones, pero uh, cuando creemos en Dios, sabemos que vienen del Señor. Uh, y Él siempre va a estar con nosotros. Uh, I, I believe that God uh, has a message for us this evening, and I'm excited for it. I'm um, anticipating uh, Him in this message. God bless the kids this evening in the classes, uh, all those... Uh, learning at the levels that they need to. We're going to be reading, uh, brothers and sisters, out of Mark 14 this evening. We're going to be starting out of Mark 14. Um, and I've always been uh, amazed with this passage in the Bible. It's a very impactful one. It's one that sometimes uh, is spoken of at different times, seasonal times, but we're going to be uh, asking the Lord to guide us and to show us um, through uh, through the scriptures um, what he has for us this evening. Amen. I, I struggle I struggle with uh, this name uh, and I, I practice throughout the day, you know, things that it goes with. And uh, and in my mind, I'm saying those things and then I'm trying to say this word, this place. Uh, but I'm going to try it. OK. Gethsemane, 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 okay? Say it with me, everybody, Gethsemane. <laughs> We're not going to say it too many times, but I just want you to know it's it's almost like Yosemite. See, you see how I kind of put those together, Gethsemane. But um, it's such an important place, biblically speaking, because it's the place that, um, the place before, actually the place where the Lord was at, and he asked if this cup could pass, which we're going to read from, uh, let it be your will, Father. Um, and if we could start there in Mark 14.32, uh, we're going to start reading there in Mark 14.32, amen? And uh, it's a couple of verses here, so we're going to read them through fairly quickly in a couple of places that we'll, we'll stop at. And they came to a place which was named Gethsemane, and he saith to his disciples, sit ye here while I shall pray. So there's a couple of things that we are identified here in this first verse is the location and also who's with him, amen? Uh, and we see here that the Lord, I'm sorry, we're, I'm still on 32 there. Uh, we see here that this place, Geth Gethsemane, and also his disciples were with him, and he's just asking them as we're about to see that the Lord is going to go through through something here. Vamos a leer aquí, hermanos, que hay dos cosas que vamos a ver aquí en este primera versículo, que el lugar donde estaban, y quien estaban con el Señor. Y lo, el Señor le pide a los uh, discípulos que, que se quedan aquí y que oran. Qué importante es pasando aquí, hermanos, porque vamos a ver que es el comenzar de uh, cuando iban a crucificar al Señor, le iban a agarrar para crucificarlo. Eso es importante que las cosas que estaban pasando aquí podemos enter, entender más y querer que el Señor los habla en estos versículos, amén. 
we want the Lord to speak to us through these verses because they were, it was an imp- impactful passage because this is the passage, like I mentioned before, uh, this is the passage before um, they caught the Lord to take him to be crucified. So there's a lot of uh, mystery in this. There's a lot of uh, things that the Lord has for us. But if we now go to verse 33 here. And he taketh with him Peter and James and John and began to be sore amazed and to be very heavy. So we see here that the the location and also uh, the disciples were with him. But now a couple of disciples were called out that he separated from um, from the other disciples and begin to take this journey uh, ahead of them. Uh, and it explains how the Lord was during this time. Uh, he was very uh, pressured. He was feeling the weight of the crucifixion as we begin to see, uh, as we read these uh, passages, but also it also states that he was uh, had a lot of pressure on him because again, could you imagine knowing and and, and sensing death, knowing what it was going to feel like, knowing these things, these things were prophesized and the Lord, uh, you know, uh, had already knew what was ahead of him. Uh, el, el Señor sabía ya, hermanos, cómo iba a ir la muerte, cómo se iba a sentir todo esto, y estaba, tenía un carga uh, arriba de él. Y aquí está hablando de unos discípulos que dijo que venían con él Y también uh, estaba hablando aquí que tenía un peso, un carga, porque él siendo Dios sabía todo, sentía todo. Y qué cosa, ¿no? Pensando eso, como si has pasado algo, si uh, has experimentado algo y sabes que lo vas a pasar otra vez y sabes que te dolió primera vez y ya estás expectando esto, qué feo la cosa, ¿no? It's like, you know, you've gone through something, imagine this, and you know you're going to go through something again, and you've experienced it, you remember all those things that you went through, clearly, and, and you're worried about that, what you're about to go through, because you, 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 you've already experienced it. Well, that's kind of what the Lord was going through here. He had, he's already experienced this, not that he physically did it, but he already had this, the sensation, being God, of what was coming to him in man body. And so it's very, it's a very uh, impactful and powerful moment. And we keep on reading here in verse 34. And he said unto them, my soul is exceeding sor- exceedingly, exceedingly or exceeding sorrowful unto death. And again, he tells them, tarry ye here and watch. So he says to them, again, describing his current state. And we see this, and this is important because uh, the Lord has kind of given us a glimpse of his human form. I think this is very powerful. Es importante aquí otra vez, hermano, que el Señor dice, les dice a los discípulos, a Pedro, a Santiago y Juan, que, que se quedan aquí porque estás sintiendo este peso. Y que es importante en esto es que estamos viendo que el Señor era humano. And why it's so important, I think it's so powerful, and sometimes we skip through this, and sometimes we don't give credit to Jesus and, and his life that coming here because we think, well, he was God and all this, but as man, he went through these sensations. He went through temptations. He went through stuff that we experience. And I really like how this passage right here really is showing us that it's not like he just welcomed uh, things without going through something. He went through something and, and going to the cross. And that's what makes the cross so powerful. Yo creo que es importante, hermanos, que no más, no, no, no más pensamos que el Señor no más uh, 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 fue a, a, la, a la cruz sin, sin prueba. Estaba pasando un prueba ahorita, sabiendo que iba a doler, sabiendo que iba a venir la muerte. Y es importante para nosotros a, a, a poner esto por ejemplo que lo está dejando a nosotros. You know, God is leaving us an example here through this. And, and there's multiple things that he's, he's, he's uh, touching here and going through here. And, and let's try to follow these things and see if God can speak to us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's keep, continue reading here on 30, verse 35. And he went forward a little and fell on the ground. And prayed 
that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. So we see here, this is a very famous passage, right? That, you know, he, he left the disciples, the, you know, Peter, James, and John. He just went a little forward and, and he fell because this, this weight that was on him was too hard for him to bear. That he fell and he asked the Lord if this could pass from him, if he didn't have to do this, to go through this. Estamos viendo aquí otro ejemplo, hermanos, que estaba débil en ese momento de fuerzas, que se cayó y le pidió a Dios que podía, como dice aquí, si es posible, pasase de aquí a aquella hora. Le estaba pidiendo a Dios que si es posible. Muchas veces, hermanos, otra vez estamos orando a un Dios pensando que, que Él no sabe lo que estamos pasando. Él no entiende lo que estamos pasando. Sometimes we're praying to a God and we're thinking that He doesn't understand what we're going through because He's God and He's, you know, the celestial being that couldn't understand what we're going through. But we see here examples of God at its finest here at his human form, going through a difficult time. Showing us here the, the battle, the, the, the battle within the mind, the battle within the body, everything. It's perfect here. This is beautiful. Que ejemplo estamos viendo aquí, hermanos, de el Señor peleando contra la mente, la, el cuerpo, todas estas cosas. Some of these things we never would have understood or seen or just thought like God can, you know, God just, you know, he had a plan. He just did it. He felt nothing. He felt something here. And we see this weight. And it's so beautiful because it also shows the love that he had for us. Y que bonito es esto, viendo eso, hermanos, sabiendo que era el amor que tuvo por nosotros, que lo iba a pasar. That God loved me so much, even through going through all this and knowing what this was going to be, he still went through it. And more than that, he left us as an example in these things. Amen. We keep on reading here. Verse 36. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Very important, brothers and sisters, because again, he's an example to us here. He's leaving us an example here. And the first thing he says and understanding when you are overwhelmed and you're going through something, the Lord Jesus shows us here that the first thing we should do is give all power to God. It's important aquí, hermanos, que vemos que la primera cosa que hace Jesús aquí es da todo el poder al Dios. Da ejemplo en eso. Ejemplo para nosotros, si vamos a pasar algo, que necesitamos dar toda la gloria y poder a, al Señor. Porque muchas veces estamos peleando cosas y no sabemos que es el Señor que lo puede, que puede vencer eso, que lo puede ayudar a nosotros pasar esta cosa. See, brothers and sisters, when, if we don't give him glory, if we don't give him saying, Lord, we know that, I know, Lord, that you, you, you have the final say. You can say whatever you say is going to be done. And it's hard for us to separate ourselves from this human state and understanding that there is something greater than us. And I think it's powerful when we start to separate ourselves from this state and we start to give God this glory. And God does deserve the glory in all things. He'll bring us up to things that seem difficult, that seem unmovable as opportunities. As opportunities as we reach this place that he was at. And some of us have been at these places that have been difficult, that have been hard. Hemos llegado a puntos en nuestras vidas, hermanos, como ese lugar donde estaba Jesús. No pensamos que era algo de muerte, a unos de nosotros podía ser algo de muerte, pero era algo de muerte de salvación. Nuestra salvación podía estar en el punto donde ya queríamos dejar cosas. Y no lo dejamos porque confiamos en el Señor. Uh, uh, 
cercanos al Señor en estos momentos. We got close to God in moments that were difficult, even uh, moments that we wanted to quit and separate ourselves from God or our, salva our salvation. These are difficult moments that come in our mind and how our mind wanders and, and things come to separate us and not see the beauty of the strength that we find in him. And we find strength in him. And again, everybody here is different. Everybody's been through a different journey. Everybody's been through a different point in their life that's gotten us here to this moment. But it's beautiful when we start to recognize that we don't have to go through these things or carry these things because somebody has carried it for us already. Qué bonito, hermanos, porque todos nosotros aquí hemos pasado algo en nuestras vidas. Hemos experimentado algo, pero qué bonito es cuando entendemos que de este punto no lo necesitamos cargar ya. Que Dios se lo puede llevar, se lo puede quitar ahorita en este momento. And it's beautiful and it's powerful that he starts to feel all the voids that are in us. As we see in this example here. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. So again, he identifies God as being who could do this. But I also like on how he gives an example of, God, this is the right answer. Do this. This makes sense, God. Take this from me, God. It makes sense. It's hurting me. And I like how he puts himself away from that and says, but if it's your will. And it's almost like sometimes we will ask God to remove something, to take something, to uh, allow us to avoid something, not understanding if it's God's will that we should be going through these things. Es importante, hermanos, pensar una cosa aquí, como dijo, si es tu voluntad, Dios, porque muchas veces pensamos, estamos pidiendo a Dios algo, Dios quita esto de, nos, de, de mí, Señor, no, no dejas que yo paso esto, Señor, pero no entendiendo si es la voluntad de Dios si lo pasamos. ¿Qué va a hacer si lo pasamos? ¿Qué va a pasar si lo pasamos? ¿Va a quitar algo? ¿Va a cambiar algo en mi vida? ¿Cómo lo voy a pedir a Dios que no quiero pasar algo que me va a hacer mi vida mejor? Y por eso es importante a darle a Él la voluntad. This is why it's important to give Him the will. Gotta give you the will to do what you need to do. Because my will would just take the easy path, right? Take this away from me. I don't want to hurt. I don't want to go through these things. Take it away from me, God. But if God says, if you go through these things, and you overcome these things, you're going to have victory. You're going to have strength. And I thank God for those opportunities because they've come in our lives and we've overcame them with him. Amen. We keep on reading here. 37. And he cometh and findeth them sleeping. So who did he find sleeping here? He found Peter, John, and James. And said unto Peter, Simon, sleepest thou? Couldest thou not watch one hour? So now we start to see the struggle, right? Because the disciples are here with him. The disciples, and we've, and we've studied this before, the disciples saw great things that the Lord did. I don't want to ever believe it's something that I've seen. It's something that I've experienced with something. That's not going to be enough because you still got to, every single day, get up and hold on to the salvation and add to the salvation these things and work on your salvation. Because we see here in the midst, knowing that he was struggling, knowing that he was weak, they could see this burden. If he, They're describing this burden. Somebody wrote this down. Somebody's seen this. It's not like the Lord wrote, Mark, and yet experiencing this, they found it not important at this moment. And so now we see a different side. We see God in human form showing us examples and that he went through something and, and that he needed strength in, in the most difficult hour that he had. And we also see here disciples just were at a selfish state at that moment. 
God's given us an example here, a great example, saying, you know, there's times, brothers and sisters, that we will expect those around us to, to, to push us or to strengthen us, but it might not be there. That might not be the case. ¿Qué ejemplos hay aquí que, que vino para atrás y vio a Pedro dormido y dije, dijo, le dijo, Pedro, ¿estás dormido? Y podemos ver aquí que, que el Señor estaba, era humano y estaba pasando esta cosa tan grande y los discípulos lo estaban viendo, alguien lo escribió, lo, sabía que lo que estaba pasando y no le importaba. Se dormían. Y muchas veces estamos pasando algo, hermanos. Y tenemos confianza en cosas y personas pueden estar pasando lo que están pasando ellos. La confianza que siempre debemos tener es en el Señor. Él tiene la última palabra. You know, our confidence always should be in the Lord. He has the final say in things. And we see here, and we could say that this was a selfish state on Peter's part, or was it just an example of Peter's state of mind that we're going to start to see in these next passages as he denies the Lord. These signs are ready to what was to come. And you start to follow this thing, and it's quite amazing that you start to see that this is right before the crow crowed three times. You just start reading a passage ahead, and you start to see this. But the Lord has given us a great picture of the difficulty in a moment that you're carrying and those around you be carrying and he identifies something I think it's quite powerful because he identifies here Peter you fell asleep and you couldn't even wait just an hour here you know for this you know this what selfish state are you at Peter and then we see here in verse 38 he says watch ye and pray lest ye enter into temptation What an important thing that the Lord is telling Peter as he's going through a difficult time. Something is amplified in him. He went to pray. He went to pray that he wouldn't have to pass through this difficult thing. But he went to pray also so he wouldn't be tempted to just not do it. But we see here he tells Peter, Watch ye and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. The spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. Un, un versículo bien importante aquí, hermanos. Velar y orar para que no entréis en tentación. El espíritu a la, ver, a, a la verdad es presto, mas la carne enferma. So we see here, brothers and sisters, that the Lord separates a couple of things here between And for us that are here and we have this battle and we go through these battles and things are happening, we start to identify that this battle is between spirit and flesh. We come here, we're inspired by the word of God, the word of God, we're inspired by the worship, we're inspired, we're inspired, and the spirit is ready, the spirit, spirit's ready. But then that enemy of the spirit comes in, which is the flesh. And this battle that was even happening with Jesus at this moment between his spirit and flesh was visible to them. And as he spoke to Peter, part of himself was, part of it was him giving an example of how he, the battle he was going within himself. And I think that this is so important. And we continue reading here in verse 39. And it came in a way and prayed and spoke the same words. I know sometimes we feel that we've come to the Lord and the Lord's heard our prayer and he's, you know, we've even made comments sometimes here, I'm tired of asking this, it's like, like he doesn't know this. You know, sometimes it's not so he can know this, sometimes it's so we can know something. For 
There's testimonies that I've heard of prayers that were powerful prayers, prayers of change and things that you couldn't imagine that people were going through, thoughts that they were going through. And I always remember this one testimony, and it said, you know, I prayed and I prayed growing up. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed at times, and I just prayed. But one time I prayed like I was underwater. And my prayer was so I could breathe. I had never prayed like that before. I prayed, but I would get up, and I was like, well, God didn't answer me. But this time I prayed like I needed God to answer me. And we see here, Jesus, in this place, experiencing this type of prayer, understanding the circumstance that he was in and what he was about to go through. What's so powerful about this moment is that what this moment was for us. Our salvation was given in these moments, these precious moments, these moments of difficulty. And we read here in verse 40, and when he returned, he found them asleep again. So again, look, look, look. We see here that, you know, there's a struggle here. Podemos ver aquí, hermanos, que regresó y los halló dormidos otra vez. Podemos ver que algo estaba pasando aquí. We can see that. We can understand now the next things that start to happen here, and they all scatter, and they all find themselves afraid, locked up. We can see that there were signs of this. There was no surprise to the Lord when nobody was around. If in a moment that he was verbalizing and, and they had seen the greatness of, of God in Jesus, and yet right now at this difficult time, they fell asleep, abandoning him maybe at this moment. As he returned, he found them asleep, man, for their eyes were heavy. Neither was they what to answer him. They were so asleep that they didn't even. Some of you all have kids. You've tried to wake them up and you ain't waking them up, right? You try all different types of things, right? Waters, everything, huh? And they just won't wake up. This is one of those moments where they weren't waking up. How many times have you been in this moment in your life where you felt nothing around you was awake. You were all alone. Is it relatable? This is what's beautiful about God. You're not the first to go through this. God has experience. God has the power for us to overcome things. Amen. Verse 41, and he cometh the third time and said unto them, sleep on now and take your rest. It is enough. The hour is come. Behold, the son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. So we see here that the Lord has identified the state of those that were around him, has now understood that in this state, it could not stop him from what he was called for. And now we read in verse 42 here. Rise up, let us go. Lo, he that betrayeth me is at hand. Verse 43. And immediately while he yet spoke, cometh Judas, one of the twelve, and with him a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priest and the scribes and the elders. Now what's amazing in this passage right here is that we see all the way up to the point where the Lord has identified now that they're just, they're asleep. This wasn't the time for them to recognize these things that right after he releases them of that, that he is taken. 
happiest in prison for the for crucifi- crucifixion crucifixion sorry and i think brothers and sisters in these moments that we are going through things and there's pressures in our lives and there's stuff that's happening things that cannot be explained things that we just don't understand and and know how to feel about that we take an example from this passage here from the lord that the lord needed from those that he thought he could trust in, those that could be there. And sometimes your inner circle's not the inner circle you thought it was. This is why it's so important to lean on the Lord. Hermanos, muchas veces pensamos que vamos a llegar uh, algo de personas que están cerca de nosotros, pero a veces no lo vamos a hallar como el Señor nos los halló aquí con los discípulos. Vamos a pasar cosas y nomás vamos a tener al Señor nomás. Y es importante entender esto porque humanos que, que somos muchas veces estamos, ¿por qué necesito yo? Dame algo humano, humano, físico. No sabiendo que lo hallamos todo en el espiritual de Él. You know, there's times that we're needing something. We, why can't, you know, why can't I get help? Why can't somebody help me? Why is this nobody calling me or asking me or all these different things? Why am I having to go through this alone? And we can now reflect back to a moment that was great in the Lord's life here. As you can see here, he was asking of those that were with him, not finding anything back because of the state that they were in. And if you continue to read on here, you you can actually do this on your own. You'll start to see how the disciples scattered. It became real. And brothers and sisters, and everything that we've studied, everything that we learn here, and things that we're going through here, at one time in our lives, it will become real. Hermanos, podemos ver aquí que cuando esto pasó, que todos los discípulos se descalearon, se fueron. Pero puedes ver el estado que estaban. Estaban listos. Y, y, y estaban trabajando, estaban viendo las cosas maravillosas del Señor. Pero en el, el momento que iban a pasar algo grave, se fueron. Y por eso es importante, hermanos, lo que estamos estudiando, que lo podemos aplicar en nuestras vidas. Si no es en ese momento que lo podemos aplicar en el momento que viene. You know, sometimes we come here and, and, and we see a verse again. Oh, I know that verse again. Oh, it's that verse again, right? Well, what's God trying to tell you? God's trying to tell you that that verse is going gonna, is gonna to come as a, as a rock to a giant. So before we roll our eyes or close our ears or think that we know it, we better be prepared that it's stored in a place that we can grab it when we need it. But sometimes our humanistic characteristics come into play and shut off things that we need in moments that are grave. Gethsemane. Let's talk a little bit about this place. My nemesis word. There's a couple of nemesis words that I have. How do we say the word again, brothers and sisters? Did I say it right? Brother James, you're the official. Did I? Say, say it for me one time, brother, so I can hear you say it. Gethsemane. I'm missing that. Th- I like the way you did that there. That was, brother James does the Spanish and the English pretty good. You're blessed, brother. Gethsemane. So this place, what is this place? It's a Hebrew name for oil press. It's a location here. It says, suggests that the garden was a grove of olive trees in which was located at an oil press. Think about that for a second, that the Lord just not by chance finds a place where olives were put into a press to be pressed to make oil. ¿Qué cosa aquí, hermanos, el, el nombre, no sé cómo se dice en español, brother, ¿cómo se dice? ¿Cómo? ¿Qué me dijiste? Gen, gen semaní. 
get someone like that. Okay. Que ese nombre es eh, de un lugar donde, ¿cómo se dice? Uh, uh, olives, brother. Olives. Olivas. Que pusieron olivas dentro para hacer aceite. El lugar, el nombre es, es de eso en, en hebreo. Y qué cosa que escogió un lugar de presión. What a thing that he picked a place here where there was a pre, there was pressure applied to an olive to make oil, something that is a value to the Jews, to a lot of cultures in the Middle East, actually. But this place. This place that required pressure to make something that was precious is the place that the Lord picked for this event. And we find ourselves sometimes, brothers and sisters, so enamored, so into the place, what we're going through, that we forget the place that we're at. I need you to understand that a little bit because this one... Hopefully you'll come back and you'll hear it because you could be distracted with things. But sometimes we're going through something so horrendous, so terrible. We're going through something, and yet we don't see the place that we're at, that God has us at. I'll just give you a quick example, right? You're going through something, and there's people that go through stuff all the time in the world, amen? But we're going through something, but we're going through something with God. Again, you don't see the place you're at. There's people that are going through something. And they're going through things and they're going through it without God. So we cannot take for granted this place that the Lord selected for what we read here. And we must understand that in difficult things that we go through, the Lord always has a plan and his will will be done. It's us accepting these things. Is there loss? Is there hurt? Is there pain? Yes, yes, yes. But what are the results of those things? It's a beautiful thing when we start to see them. And now we see Peter after his resurrection coming to the Lord, being called to the Lord. We see the disciples seeing everything that the Lord had said being done. Again, brothers and sisters, sometimes when we're going through something, it hasn't been manifested what will become of us. It's not seen yet. But it's in the process of being seen. The Lord has given us wisdom. The Lord has given us an ability to discern things. He's given us strength that we cannot understand or comprehend at times power and experiences that we have and things that we've been through and the application that we can do not only for ourselves but for our families and loved ones and friends is powerful if we tap into these things. It's not by chance that you are here this evening. It's a plan by the Lord. It's a plan that the Lord has for us. So we can understand through difficult times he is there. Through unknown times, he is there. And that he loves us. And at this grave state that he was in, he thought of us. Could you imagine that weight on him? To think of us and the love that he has for us. We may have never felt love here on earth. there is a God that's not of this earth that has loved us. We may not understand what it is to be loved, but God can make us understand these things, these precious things, amen. Let's turn to 1 Peter 4, 12. Si podemos voltar, hermanos, para 1 Pedro 4, 12. I always remember the pastor reading this verse and 
you know, he would always just repeat that first word multiple times. I don't know if some of you remember this. Yo siempre recuerdo el pastor leyendo ese versículo, hermanos, y el palabra que comienza aquí, qué bonito palabra en español. Clarísimos. This word beloved in Spanish, clarísimos. You know, there's some short Spanish terms, caro, expensive, costly, precious. Peter starts this verse off by saying, Beloved, loved, think it not strange concerning fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. Carísimos, no os maravilléis cuando sois examinados por fuego, lo cual se hace para vuestra, vuestra prueba como si alguna cosa peregrina os aconteces. We see Peter here with such a beautiful verse here saying for us not to find moments in our lives as strange or odd when we're going through trials of fire. See Peter here that, you know, could have been reflecting in these moments before he spoke again in Acts and, and started his ministry in Acts. All these thoughts that were coming through in those last moments that him, James, and John were with the Lord. Or when he denied the Lord three times because of fear. And you, 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 you hear terms of the old man and literally went back to the old man and started cursing like a sailor, a fisherman that he was. Just to throw them off, skew a little bit. But we see here that he says, do not find it strange when you're going through these things. Don't find it strange when you're going through something, a trial or you're going through tribulation. Don't find it strange. Don't find it strange. You know, again, discern, discern, discern. Peter's telling us right here, discern, discern, discern. And he says here in verse 13, but rejoice. And as much as ye are partakers of what? You think he knew about Christ's sufferings? You, you, you think that, that that night, that those moments kept on playing back in his mind? You think seeing him on the cross suffering, knowing that he what he was going through, what he went through there? In Gethsemane? find it odd. But rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Antes bien gozaos en que sois participantes de la aflicción de Cristo, para que también en la revelación de su gloria os gocéis en triunfo. Pedro entendió el momento de que sufrió Cristo. Le negó en ese momento. ¿Tú no crees que estaba pensando que se estaban recordando lo que pasó? Por esto, hermanos, es importante para nosotros siempre, como dijo el Señor, que estamos velando y orando. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, for us not to fall asleep in these times. Because the moment you fall asleep, you start to see yourself separate from the Lord. Help us, God, not to separate ourselves from him. Amen. If we turn to James 1.12, si voltamos, hermanos, a Santiago 1.12. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. 
Bienaventurado el varón que sufre la tentación porque cuando fuere probado recibirá la corona de vida que Dios ha prometido a los que le aman. Temptation, temptation, temptation. to God's understanding instead of our own heart. We are blessed. And it's difficult at times. But when we're in the flesh more than we're in the spirit, it becomes even harder. But that moment we can trust in God's word and trust in him is when we start to see victory. La victoria viene, hermanos, cuando confiamos más en la palabra de Dios que en nuestros corazones pensamientos hermanos nuestro pensamiento no va a cambiar nada la palabra de Dios si sí cambia algo nuestro pensamiento trae enfermedad como dice la palabra de Dios que no puede a dar altura añadir añadir That's what your thoughts, your thoughts ain't doing nothing. It's not get, making you taller. It's not making you stronger. But applying the word in your thoughts, applying the word in actions, woo-woo, this is where you start to see the power of God. You will find out one thing very quickly, brothers and sisters, that God's word will always be stronger than If we think we can talk somebody in convincing them about the Lord, we got a, another thing coming. The word of God is powerful and mighty and breaks stone. Estamos confiar, hermanos, en la palabra de Dios, no de nuestra palabra. Nunca va a cambiar algo nuestra palabra. Pero la palabra de Dios sí puede quebrar corazones de, de piedras. Amen. Praise the Lord. If we turn to John 14, 16. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Y yo rogaré al Padre, y os daré otro consolador, para que esté con vosotros para siempre. Tú crees, cuando estaba diciendo esto, Jesús, que... Estaban pensando eso los discípulos esa noche que estaban pasando, lo que pasaron. No, porque no, muchas veces, hermanos, estamos oyendo algo que no podemos aplicar a nuestras vidas en ese momento y nos olvidamos. There's many times that we are, are hearing things that we can't apply to our life at that moment and we forget. Oh, I can't apply, you know, pressing of oils into my life right now, so I'll just store that over here and maybe get back to it. That's why it's so important to, when the word of God is preached, is to really say, okay, why is this being preached and why am I hearing it? Because we can apply it to our life. Hermanos, es importante que cuando estamos oyendo la palabra de Dios, que muchas veces no, no estamos pensando que lo podemos aplicar en nuestras vidas, pero sí lo podemos aplicar. No es algo que debemos decir, ah, lo voy a poner aquí cuando viene algo. Comienza a aplicarlo en tu vida. Si lo quieres aplicar en cosas que pasaste, que podían ser diferente, que bueno en eso también, eso es aplicándolo. If you even applying it to things that you've been through in the past is a way of applying it. It's even better at times when you can apply it to things in the past because sometimes you're carrying that past with you. Sometimes that's part of your thought process. That's part of your pain. And it's so powerful when the word of God meets those moments and you feel freedom. And you can talk like Peter. You can talk like James. You can talk with experience. The sadness that came over them for these times. You see Peter talking in Acts. 
the suffering that the Lord encountered. Powerful moment. But he had to have gone through this to be able to preach as he preached that day. And we thank God and we're thankful to God. We're like, God, look, I know I've been through some stuff. But I'm here at this moment. I'm here, I'm here right now. I'm here in this garden, Lord, and 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 I've struggled and I've but I'm here. I'm here. I'm not back where I was at. I'm not in a different place. I'm here recognizing enough that I can speak to you, Lord. What a powerful moment where we can recognize that we can speak to our Lord. Qué momento poderoso, hermanos, cuando entendemos que podemos hablar con el Señor. Hay muchas personas que están pasando cosas y no saben que pueden hablar con el Señor. Qué bonito relación que podemos tener con un Dios que siempre está atento a nuestras vidas. How beautiful it is to have a relationship with a God that at any moment we can speak to him. We've all experienced these moments. what's being said right now is true help me through these things and this comforter this comfort could come over us I ask brothers and sisters that we trust in our current state that God has us in a place that's perfect once we realize the place that we're at he is molding, making, shaping, pressing something. If we turn to James 5.13. ¿Está alguno entre vosotros afligido? Haga oración. ¿Está un, alguno alegre? Cante salmos. ¿Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. I like this verse right here because I think about the moment when the Lord came to them and said, watch and pray. Some of us, we've come to church and everything's good, everything's great, but we, we're not singing like it's everything's good and everything's great. We're still stuck in something that we're not showing our appreciation or our love or gratitude towards God. Some of us are going through things and we're not standing up asking for prayer and we keep on going through them. And we're stuck in a pressing garden. How many of us are stuck somewhere? You don't have to be stuck somewhere. All you do have to do is recognize the one that can get you out of it. And the powerful words that he said, watch and pray so you don't fall into temptation. I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. 1 Peter 5.10 But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that he, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. Settle you. Mas el Dios de toda gracia que nos ha llamado a su gloria eterna por Jesucristo después que hubieras un poco de tiempo padecido, él mismo os perfeccione conforme por obre y establezca. Establish, strengthen, and settle you. We have a God, brothers and sisters, that we don't understand the process that we could be going through, but he knows what he's doing in this process. We cannot see the outcome, but he 
knows the process that he's taken us through. What a beautiful thing when we trust in him. It's so beautiful when we trust in him. I don't know God though. Get to know him. Qué bonito cosa, hermanos, cuando comenzamos a hablar y confiar en el Señor. Pero muchas veces decimos, pero no conozco a Dios. Habla con él. Comienza a conocerlo. You'll never get to know anybody until you speak to them. And you'll start to find out that you have some things in common. None greater than the love that he will show you he has for you. Comienza a saber que, tienen, que tienes cosas común con él. Pero una cosa maravillosa que él tiene amor para nosotros. El amor que tiene para nosotros. Who can understand the love of show that we love him by believing in him and trusting in his word. Why don't we stand up, brothers and sisters? There's times that this may seem confusing and a lot of things are coming out, but I ask that in this prayer tonight that God opens up your heart, your mind, whatever he had for you this evening and that he starts to create something new. Amen. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We ask, Lord, that you just bless all my brothers and sisters here this evening, Lord. All those that heard the word, Father, that they understand they're not alone in what they're going through, Lord Jesus. The moment they start to speak to you, Lord, the moment they start to communicate with you their needs, Father, they are not alone. I ask that this peace come over their hearts, Lord, this understanding come over their lives, Father, that they are not alone. I ask that, God, more than anything, Lord, that you establish their footing, Lord, that you bring balance to their life, Father. If some have come with weight, Lord, that they just cannot bear anymore, Lord. I ask, Lord, that you just bring this peace that only you can give, Father. For those of us that feel like we must be worthy, Lord, to receive this peace, Lord, all we must do is open up our hearts, Lord, to you, Jesus, and believe. I thank you, Lord, for this belief, this ability to separate ourselves from our state, Lord, and trust in you. You are a merciful God, a loving God, an unchanging God. And we ask, Lord, that you just continue to inspire our lives, Lord. And even though we go through things, even though we're alone, even though it's confusing at times and we don't know what's coming, Lord, we know that you're with us, Jesus. And that's enough. Help us, Lord, and give us understanding in this, Father Jesus. I ask, Lord, that you just continue to bless this ministry, Lord. You continue to work in this ministry. All the families that are here, all the children, Lord. Bless the community that we live in, Lord. Protect us, Lord, and, and just keep away evil, Lord. Don't take for granted, Lord, that this protection that you've given us, Lord, this love that you've given us, Father. Help us, Lord, to understand more and to apply more of these things into our lives, Lord. Bless those that are struggling with sicknesses, Lord, both physically and spiritually, Lord. Bless the state we live in, the country we live in, Lord, and the world and all the difficult things that people are passing through, Lord. If it's to move them towards you, Lord, I ask that they move. And that we trust you more, Lord, and confide in you more, Father. so grateful for your love, Lord, this love that has inspired many, Lord, to follow you, Jesus. But following you is not enough, Lord. It's establishing ourselves and clinging on to you, Lord, because moments will come, Lord, that we are tested. 
And even though we followed you, Lord, and we saw great things, Lord, and we experienced great things, that test will come, Father. That pressure will come, Father. And we ask, Father, that you, Lord Jesus, be glorified in our lives. Help us, Lord, and establish us, Lord. And we thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We ask this in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen.